Alrighty, folks. It is December 1st, 2020. We do not have a certified election. There are contested rulings, etc., etc., blah, 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 but the electoral college is not met. What's the good news for that? Nothing that has to do with this podcast. What's the bad news for that? Nothing has to do with this podcast. What I will say is that all things given, unless whoever becomes president becomes a tyrannical despot like in uh, George Orwell's 1984, if you are an entrepreneur, you can thrive no matter who the president is. It should not affect you in numerous ways. Will there be hurdles? Will there be challenges? Will there be obstacles? Why, yes, there will. But you should still be making money. Don't give me no excuses. If you're listening to this, it's because you're trying to figure out what the heck I'm doing, or I just entertain you because I'm wildly ignorant, or you're trying to do what I'm doing, which is segue from uh, working stiff to running the gift, which is the dream, right? Entrepreneurship. Your own boss. You fire your boss. You make your schedule. You take on more headaches. You gain more freedom. If a car hits you now and the doc said you have to go to therapy to learn to walk again, would you do it? Yes. Would it be hard? Yes. Is becoming your own boss easy? No. Is it worth it? Yes. So let's get you walking, my friends. So I like watching uh, home flipping shows. You know, Tarek and uh, uh, the guys in Florida, the zombie house flipping. I even seen a uh, flip it like this once or twice. And uh, I love Armando. Armando and the two ones in Atlanta. There's another one I used to watch. I can't remember what city they were in. But you get the point, right? House flipping, right? And it seems like the dream. It's like, whoa. I'm going to buy the house low. I'm going to sell it high. I'm going to sub all the work out. I'm going to get my Hummer. And I'm good to go, right? <laughs> it just sounds amazing. I'm living the dream, baby. I'm living the dream. So, I do think house flipping is awesome. I've done some uh, remodel work when I was younger. Really enjoyed it. It's something I think is uh, lucrative, fun, and it's a real skill. When you put in a beautiful kitchen correctly, it is a work of art. When you're doing a uh, wooden flooring from scratch, not that laminate crap. You know, some really nice laminates now. I mean, uh, 15 years ago, forget about it. I wasn't. A <laughs> we were doing wood, and there was I think we did maybe like one laminate, but it was like the higher quality. It was like something Home Depot sold kits. So it's like part wood, part something, whatever. You get the point, right? Blah, blah, blah. Where was I going? Who knows, right? He likes shows. He talks too much. He's sorry. No, I'm not. Because the point is, you know, you can do it, this. You can do that. You want to be Armando, right? You go to take his course. His brother and him are his show. Then the brother got his own uh, house flipping course. And there's all this stuff going on, right? You know, Tarek in season one, you know, they got the Escalade with the rims. Then they stepped their game up and they just got the clean factory ones. And, oh. Someone's messaging me, see? Hopefully it's a money call. I think it might be. If not, it's a blessing. I guarantee either way. So, we are talking about house flipping, right? Have my little preamble, my little ramble. So, I'm going to give you the straight up honest part. Now, if you've listened to my podcast for a while, you've heard my money loves speed, right? You need to move fast. You need to make decisive decisions. You need to get the work done, Right? That's why you don't see a guy buy a house nine out of ten times and fix it himself. Because how fast can he go flipping the house, marketing it, doing social media nowadays, which is what you do as opposed to old days, right? How fast can he go doing all of that while simultaneously doing the flooring, the paint, 
the walls, the sheetrocking, the ceilings, the roof, the plumbing, the electrical, the permits, the inspectors. Keeping track of the money, right? Because you got holding costs, you got closing costs, you got purchasing costs, you got material costs, you got labor costs, you got insurance costs. You got to track all that stuff. It's, it's not just I give you 50 bucks a day and you're my daily from Home Depot and you do what I tell you. And that's, it's, not, it's not that simple, actually. You know, it's a little different than what TV makes you think. You're like, oh, you know, that's not what I saw on this show. Stop arguing me. You're not the one on the podcast. Okay, I am. So with that being said, money loves speed. When you watch these shows and they're, hey, I'm going to do some demo because it saves me a thousand bucks if I help. No, it doesn't. You should be working on your next flip. I'm going to lay some tile because it takes a 400 bucks off the budget and every day and every dollar with interest and, you know, appeasement costs and this, that, and the other. And, you know, it, it, it's fun to be a laborer. Yes. No. No. Money loves speed. If you're the boss, you farm out the work. My job is not to take calls. My job is to manage the call tickets at where I work at now. As a writer, my job is to write my books. I got to find somebody else to do marketing and stuff like that. I'm going to start turning these podcasts into a blog post for the blog I've had for years. So what I'm going to do is take the little bit of profits I've made from these businesses I have, and I'm not going to spend it. I'm going to pay someone to transcribe all of this stuff. And then I'm going to figure out how to put the audio on YouTube with just some pictures or something, and then put that on Twitch too, maybe. So I get three, four uh, income streams or exposure streams, or both, hopefully, right? Because it works both ways, out of one action. I'm going to pay for it. And if I can pay for it just right and get my tax deduction just right because I make just enough income to start writing it off, because, you know, the tax code did change since Trump, I have a good chance of making some good money. So when I come back, we're going to discuss why you do not want to do the work yourself. You are not there to lay tile. You are not there to put in floors. Alrighty, so we're back with how not to flip a house. Like I was saying, all these guys and gals you see flipping homes, right, on the TV, right, the old interwebs, however you're watching stuff, they're doing the work themselves, right? I call foul on the play. Here's why. If money loves speed, right, I'm going to prove that money loves speed. Because the faster you pay back your loan, the less interest you pay. So that's why I was like, ooh, 15-year mortgage, I've done it in 15 years. Yeah, right? Okay, that's cool. I can get it. But why not get a 30-year fixed rate? Lower payment and just make the double payments anyway by paying a second payments to principal or putting that money where buying a house to flip. Whatever. You get the point, right? So you see these real estate shows, right? They got to buy the house, sell the house, close on the deal as well because it's not sold until it's closed, right? Buyer might back out, appraiser, sell something different, whatever. You get the point. There's holding costs, there's closing costs, money loves speed. You make more money the faster you flip your house, right? So if you're really good, maybe you don't even sell the house. Even if you're licensed, maybe you pay somebody else. Yeah, but I save 10 grand if I do that. Yeah, you save 10 grand. But it costs you 14 grand a month to hold it. And it takes an extra month for you to flip it. You just lost four grand. So you got to look at the numbers, folks. Money loves speed. It's not worth it for you to do the demo. Now, I will say this, though. I would probably show up and do demo occasionally because it's fun. If you've ever done um, some demolition work, you know, just helping a buddy fix his bathroom, or, you know, you actually did the job, it, it's fun. Now, you go out, you bust everything up, you make sure you're safe, you know, with your gloves and your goggles, all that good stuff, but it's, it's fun stuff. But it's really not productive. 
That's activity, not productivity. You found the deal, right? You crunched the numbers. You assign the work, you get another person to help you do the rest of the stuff. Now, if you want to flip the house and do the work, that's fine. That makes you a contractor. It doesn't make you a house flipper. Are both entrepreneurs? Yes. But you can't make money doing work that you're going to assign to someone else. Now, for this podcast, I have to record the podcast. I'm letting you know my thoughts. But to get other stuff done with it, marketing stuff, my goal is to make, make some, some chump change to pay for chump work. Now, they're not chumps. I'm being a smart out there. I, I want to I push some buttons here. I want to pay people. I want to put money in their pocket. If this is what they want, so they do. If that's their second income, if that's their first income, whatever, let's do it. Not to mention, if I build enough income, I build taxes on top of that, I'm creating jobs, I'm putting money in someone's pocket, and I'm, uh, like I said, tax reductions in income, right? You got you to gotta monopolize all the sides of the market that put money in your pocket, put money back in your pocket. Yeah, there's a car blocks obnoxiously loud next to me, Tesla, whatever the going is. And it's so loud, the vibration from the, from the bass doesn't even sound good. It just sounds like nasty vibration. But uh, I lament my sorrows. At 40 now, I'd, I wouldn't do it. Back in the day, I did. So sorry if you hear it, but, you know, most of these are recorded in the car. You know, if I'm just sitting in the car, I'm driving around. Today, I'm actually just running some last errands. Worked early shift, but had to do some extra work and stuff for my own income streams. So let's get back to that. I'm just, I, I try to throw these little rambles in sometimes. I want you to understand what my life is like. I don't want you to think I'm just some guy going to sit here and at the end hit you up for, you know, a forty nine ninety five a month coaching package, and I've never done anything. We just I just know how to sell and market it. It's it's not that simple. It can be, but I don't want to be a fraud. I want you to buy the value. So here's where the value comes in, right? Why would you put ten thousand dollars in the kitchen and save two grand and add two weeks to your schedule to do it yourself? So you're going to spend eight, but spend lose eighty hours of productivity time on your own. Plus travel time. And maybe you're going to buy your lunch. Now, I, I brown bag it. Okay, you're brown bag it to the construction site of the home you're flipping so that you can do work that you could have assigned someone. And if you bargained for it right and you paid it off just right and got it all done right, you got a better price. Oh, Tony, you don't know numbers. You don't know math. Yeah, I do. Why do you think I keep going at Dave, Ra- Dave Ramsey? Money makes sense in my head. I didn't do good at school in math. I couldn't deal with the imagined numbers and I kind of crap after like a uh, you know, junior year. like... If you need to imagine I'm going to make it work, it doesn't work to me. But if i got to measure out your closet and all that kind of stuff, I can do it. If i got to figure out my hourly rate when the boss paid me 10 bucks, 12 bucks, 18 27 19 53 I'll figure that out real quick. I'm not a round numbers good. When me and my wife are watching all these flipping shows and we have dinner sometimes, I can guess to make what they're going to hear. I was like, oh, that contract, he'll tell me it's like 20. What does he tell him? 20. They flipped the house. I did the math. I'm crunching numbers because they had holding closing. I said, what do you make, like 120, give or take? Total profit, we made 117. Time for the next flip. I was off by three grand. Oh, Tony made a mistake. No, I didn't. I didn't make no mistake. I was guessing real quick while I'm having some rice and beans. Yes, I'm Hispanic. I love my rice and beans. So, like I said, you spent eight grand, right? Because you bought the material and did your own labor, right? Labor costs, blah, blah, blah. You got the cabinets delivered. You paid for that. And you got the sheetrock guy coming with a little... uh forklift on the back and deliver everything in your cart all in yourself because you're going to do a two weeks of this stuff get it done save you some labor right so you save two thousand right off your ten so what is that? that's one fifth you save twenty percent of the cost to give up two weeks of your time as the boss so that two grand is the two grand really worth your time 
That's the question you have to ask. Now, if you're just starting off, I'm going to say maybe it is. Maybe. Just maybe, you know, you got to do something. Because that first flip, right, you're going to put in 50, you borrow 50 from the bank, 10 from your dad, 10 from your mom, you're 120 in. If you can actually close in the 30, 40 days, you don't have that much holding costs, you know, and you flip it for double, you know, you go in, let's say at 180, and we said 120, so that becomes, was it 110, whatever, let's say 120, right? So 240, you know, you get to an uh, 80, we said 240, right? And let's say uh, it was 120. Well, whatever, I already messed my math, but let's say you can get a 20, let's say, screw my math, let's just say you, you're going to get it all done in 40 days, right? So you're going to have a little extra holding cost in a month, but you know, you, you, you factor that in because you knew there'd be some overages, right? You knew there'd be something you couldn't see, it's the fudge factor, but you budgeted for anything else, right? So let's say you bought the house for 200, but let's say you flipped it for 200, you're only at 120, you make $80,000, but it took you 40 days, that's 10 extra days. That's the two weeks. That's holding costs and closing costs. Couldn't you have paid that money, not had the profits later, but spent two weeks finding your next deal, making relationships, marketing yourself, marketing what you're doing. Maybe you make videos. You put them on YouTube. Hey, guys, this is how I flip houses. You know, for $99 down and $1 a month, I'll show you how to do it yourself. Like, what? Usually it's the other way around. No, no, guys, I do things backwards. I'm going to show you me actually flipping the houses. I got my own videographer, just like Kanye, just recording 24-7. I'm not narcissistic. I just want money. Shout out to Kanye, whatever. I'm sure I'm going to take some of you off of that. And I do it on purpose because I'm that guy. Couldn't you have had someone filming you in the office to film you fixing the floor? I love, I, lo I, I love freaking floors, Tony. You're a nut. Floors are where it's at. Good, so you're a contractor. I still dig your entrepreneurial spirit. But you're not aligned with your goals and what you actually want. Let's see if we get to the next part. All right, folks, I'm going to try and uh, wind this up for you. About 14 minutes, I don't want this to be 20 minutes. I don't want to go long on a lot of these right now. I just want to get them out there so you can uh, hear a couple. I got a friend who just moved to South Carolina from New York. We used to work the same job together. And he just, uh, he's, he's working at Amazon. He's like, bro, I love your podcast. And this is where I'm driving, hopping out the Amazon delivery truck. I'm like, that's cool. Thank you, sir. Appreciate the feedback. So, I was saying, you're the boss or you're the grunt. The boss pays the grunt to do the grunt work. You don't do demo unless it's for the fun and you shouldn't be spending the whole day. Maybe you come and you bust the kitchen with the guys, buy them lunch, and you leave. You know, show them some uh, some goodwill. That's it. You get out. It's just smarter business. You want to flip a house? Don't look at the TV shows. It's cool you want to get some ideas, but first off, the wife's design sense always isn't best. The guy isn't always cheap. Half of them are divorced a few years after the show. Tony's reality TV, they were never married to begin with. It's not the point, folks. I like the idea of flipping houses. It's something I would like to do. I also like the idea of building custom furniture. Have no space. Have no desire to go into debt for something like that right now. I know I'm a decent talker and a pretty darn good professional writer. As I've been able to sell my work. So, I'm focusing on those things. Why? It's cost efficient. I can do it on my own without having a lot of people. And I can outsource for lower cost some of the things I'm going to have to do, like marketing transcribing stuff like that. When those nickels start pouring in and becoming quarters, then I start paying people to do better marketing for me. Those quarters become dollars. Right, we started nickels, right? 20 nickels in a dollar. Four quarters in a dollar. There's one dollar in a dollar. Yeah, that sounds stupid. Think about it. If I can get the money right, 
the nickels become the quarters, the quarters become the dollars. So for the same transaction, instead of nickels, I get quarters, right? Five quarters is still the same as a, I mean, five nickels is still the same as a quarter, right? Same numerical value. I'm going to carry one coin in my pocket. I get four quarters, I still got a dollar. I get one dollar and fold up smaller. More value in a smaller package, right? It's kind of what I'm talking about there. Just a little piece of it there. You cannot be everywhere. You cannot do everything. Activity is not productivity. You know, just because uh, you're moving weights in a gym doesn't mean you're building muscle. You can actually tear a muscle doing something stupid. You want to rip your business in half? Go ahead. Go ahead. You want to get divorced because you went all in being stupid and being prideful, thinking you could do it all? Go ahead. I'm not being a jerk, folks. These things happen. 52% of marriage are going to fail in America now. It's a whole other podcast from my other podcast, technically. Now, take what I said with a grain of salt. Like I said, if you're just starting out, maybe you do some of the work. But I saw an episode, there's a, I think it was Flip this flip Your House in Connecticut. And they were helping this girl, start her, this lady, start her own hair salon. She had to get it built out. She only had 20. And they were like, you need more like 30. And she's like, oh, and they're like, yeah, you need it. It's, they're not trying to, you know, we're not shaking down. We're not making money. We're trying to show what you need. And they're like, well, she's like, well, what can you do to lower the cost? She's like, he's like, I can paint. I'll have a paint party. They're like, okay, that takes off a couple grand. That brings your price down. Problem was the paint, the color didn't look right. And it took her about three times the amount of time she thought it would take. So she's already paying for the lease. She's already paying for the construction. And she's holding up the other people. Now, if you're going to flip, you need all the things working right. You know, you, you put things in a certain order, right? You got to put up the walls. You got to get your inspections done before you put up the, uh, you know, the inspector for the pipe and the electrical. He might want to see what you did first. So maybe you don't put up the sheetrock, which means then you can't mud the sheetrock and you can't paint the sheetrock. You need to get all that done, right? And I think if I'm right, then it's cabinets, then flooring. Or is it flooring, then cabinets? I forgot, but it's all in order. You know, you do things in steps. Boom, 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 boom. Right? You fix the roof first. You can't have the floors getting ruined if they're wood, right? You do the roof. You get the walls and you get the electrical. You get the roughing done. Then you get the inspector. Then you come in and you close everything up. Then you button it. Then you do your punch list. You know, little things that need to get finished. You get your appraiser if you need to, right? Make sure things are done. You got your marketing campaign going, right? Someone's got to sell the house. Are you doing it? Are you doing your marketing? Are you calling the newspapers and putting the ads in? Well, Tony, I'll do it all through my phone. Well, congrats to you, but how much of that can you market out? Is you losing a six grand worth of commission on an $80,000 profit flip worth you having more time? Or is that six grand worth it? You're talking 72,000 versus 80 grand. It's a lot of money, but it's not. Depending on how big you're going. In the beginning, you're going to have to do what you're going to have to do. I get it. You're going to have to. I'm recording in my car. It's cold outside. I don't have the heat on right now because it makes more background noise. It's 80 degrees in my house, and no, like 78, and it's like a 50 or a 40 out here. But eventually, I'll have a bigger house. I'll soundproof the closet or something. I'll get some fancy uh, headphones and a little podcasting setup and a speaker and everything. You know, a microphone and good stuff. But I got to start somewhere, right? So this Samsung S8 that my parents gifted me about a year and a half ago has already started generating revenue for me. I got half the stuff done for my book on this phone that was published over a year and I've already received checks for it. The podcast is already generating income as well. Is it a lot? No, because I haven't done a lot of marketing. Speed, right? Money loves speed. Now, I'm not putting out a podcast fast enough. I'll be, I'll be the first one to agree I'm not. But I get you these concise bites done in one try. 
I think of a concept for a day or two, and I just come out in the car, and if I'm driving, I just spit it out. I have a rough draft in my head of what I want to say, and I just go with it. I don't waste time. I don't steal time. I'm not using anyone else's time. You know, like I'm not on the boss's dime right now. I'm doing what I can do with my free time after work. I'm not paying someone to read something I wrote. Now, those paid speakers do make good money. I would like to. I've read a good speaking voice I've heard, but uh, don't have a demo tape. So I guess I'll just keep being a podcaster, right? And a writer. That's what I want, folks. So what I want to know is, are you going to be Bob the Builder? Or are you going to be Eric the Entrepreneur? Bob and Eric are both entrepreneurs. But Bob is building other people's homes. Eric buys them, has Bob build them, Eric flips them. Bob's going to make 60 grand. Eric's going to make all his money back plus 80 grand. Buy the next one and pay Bob again. And what might actually happen too is he's going to give Bob so much work, Bob's going to give him lower prices. Because it's consistent. So Eric now makes more profit off of Bob by just being consistent for Bob the Builder. It's not a bad thing. You're creating jobs. You're feeding people's kids. You know, it's when you when you help a small business owner. You know, you're not you're not putting another Porsche in the driveway for the Fortune 500 stock guy or a Elon Musk uh, nephew's cousin who just happens to work, which isn't probably true. But you get the point. You're not helping a rich person. You're you're putting someone's kids braces on. You're buying groceries. You know, in my case, you'd literally be buying groceries to help me make my car note. I'm just starting out, folks. I'm 40. I restarted my life four years ago in a new state to give my family a better life. Since then, I put out my book. I've achieved almost half of my vision board, which I actually have a book as a book instead of a board. And I've achieved a lot of the things I wanted to. I'm still far behind. But my wife hasn't worked in five years. My boys are happy. I live where I want to live. I live how I want to live. And it stays with laws that I like. You can't put a price on that, folks. And now while Bob the Builder can do exactly what I'm doing and be happy, if you want to be Bob, be Bob. But if you want to be Felipe the Flipper, you can't be doing Bob's work. you got to be doing Felipe's work. You need to flip. Bottom line, there is more money in productivity than activity. Arnold Schwarzenegger had a very famous thing people quote all the time. It's, he said he would go to the gym because he was so focused and so connected to his muscle, the mind-muscle connection and being about his business that he could do one set, you know, 10 minutes in the gym and get more of those 10 minutes, literally, in his physique than people could get in a whole day or in a couple of days because he was harnessing what he did. He was harnessing what he would do. He had a mission. This guy's been governor, some of the highest paid movies of all time. He married a Kennedy. He has his own watch line. I believe he might even have a cigar. I'm not sure. He has charities. He came here as a uh, he came here young, broke, couldn't speak English, and he became world famous. Seven time Mr. Olympia, governor of California, was that the seventh largest economy in the world, something like that? Oh uh, no, no, he's secret society. His, his dad was a cop, that's why they call him the Terminator, and he married the Kennedys. Yeah, you know, I love a good conspiracy theory, but focus on the productivity. Not just activity. You can walk to the finish line. Or you can run. Or you really want to get crazy. You pay someone to carry you. Then you ride off the chariot they carry you in. And you ride off the people carrying it as labor and tax deductions. Yeah, you might think I'm off the charts. But I'm not, folks. I'm telling you. If you want to flip this house, outsource everything.
do it all. It's this guy to follow, Craig Valentine. He talks about it too. I think Bedros Coolian, I might be saying his last name wrong, does too. You can't be doing the little stuff. In the beginning, you're going to do what you got to do. We all get that. I'm not saying you can't. But you really want to grow in scale? It, there's got to be a point. You know what? You're going to have to eat the cost. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to give Bob an extra thousand bucks to hire four more guys from Home Depot's parking lot to get that house done faster. I have a little less profit, but I'll have less holding costs and less closing costs. I'm going to pay someone to stage this home. I'm not going to do the interior painting when I paint it for 10 years. I'm not. Because my money loves speed. If you're going to flip, flip the right way, folks. Apply that same strategy to whatever your task or goal is. You can't lose. If you're a writer, pay someone to market for you. If you're an artist, let's say like um, you do tattoos, you know, you still got to do the tattoo, but somebody can help you get the word out. Heck, you could network different and save money. Money loves speed. Focus on productivity and not activity. So only two things you got to focus on. Your money loves speed, which requires your full focus, which requires you to be the most productive you can be. Side note, extra hustle tip. You can't be drunk every day and be at your best. You can't be a worry ward. Are you going to stress? Heck yeah, it's your money. It's your future. Have a pattern. Have a good sleeping time, sleeping schedule. Have a good schedule every day, right? You want to have your perfect week um, and your perfect day formulas? I highly suggest you buy Craig Ballantyne's books. They're, I think they were on sale this week for like 99 cents. If you have a Kindle Unlimited, they're even free right now. I have one of his other books. I can't remember the name of it. It was, it was freaking good, but I, it's... It's the first one I bought, but not the first one I wanted. It, just, it happened to be 99 cents. And, oh, I'm, I'm doing myself a disservice. I have it right here. I, it's not that this book's not good, folks. Just my brain is, it's, uh, I get into these podcasts, my brain's like, what are you doing? How are you doing? What are you doing, Tony? Let's go, let's go, let's go. And I'm like, ah, stop, brain, you're hurting me. Because I'm a weirdo, folks. You probably hear it, how this all comes out, right? It's called, uh, well, no, the perfect day for him was one, but that's not the one I had. Let's see, let's see. Unstoppable by Craig Ballantyne. Excellent book. Excellent book if you want to get motivated to understand. I would say get that one. Get the Perfect Day Formula, which I own that one too, actually. I bought both of those. And then I would say go for all of them. If you can afford his coaching, get there. If not, there's uh, some other guys he's coached that do performance coaching. You get what you pay for. I like Ray Higdon. The guy's a monster. Has books out, courses, coaching. He's paid uh, Grant Cardone. Give him some coaching. That's probably $125,000 an hour. But if you can follow in the steps of the greats by standing on the shoulders of the giants, doesn't it make sense? And if you get a tax write-off, doesn't it make sense? And even if you didn't became a better you, doesn't it make sense? I'm out of here, folks. Changingadvance.com. You're more likely to find me on Instagram. It's Pedagogy of the Fresh. Pedagogy of the Fresh. My book is titled Born Again. It's on Amazon Kindle. And the podcast, of course, Changing Advances on every major platform right now. I believe we're on 10 or 12 of them already. Spotify, Google, Apple, wherever you found me, please spread the word. If you want to email me, it's Tony at changeinadvance.com. I'll be honest, the blog hasn't been updated much. As I switched my life, I had to change my priorities, and I probably shouldn't have, but it was eat or die for a while. I trusted God. Planned, moved accordingly. When the ship took on water, we bailed it out ourselves. And when we couldn't, God took care of us.
If you're an atheist, no offense. It's just how I live my life. I hope you find value in this podcast. Peace.